Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever you are in the world, and welcome to the Button Bash Bunch podcast. I am joined here this evening by my co-host, Golding. Hiya. We also have the almighty youngling, Stinger. Hey, yo. We're also joined by our DM, Winsall. Hello, Winsall. And the one and only doctor, Bob Zombie. Good evening. I am your host, Zen, and this evening's podcast is entitled The Most Obscure Games. Cue the X-Files theme tune. Obscure, not weird. <laughs> well, <laughs> well. <laughs> okay. So, uh, so let's clear something up here, right? So, you know, let's we type in obscure into Google, and this is what it comes up with. This is adjective. Meaning number one, not discovered or known about, uncertain. That's that's weird. That's pretty much the same thing. Um, Okay, uh, moving on. Uh, Number two. Wait, wait, wait. Can you search up games? I I didn't research this at all. Oh, you didn't research? Oh, right. You want to know what games means, right? Okay. Uh, Well, the other meaning it could be is not clearly expressed or easily understood. Hmm. The meaning of games. Subscri- oh, you want the meaning Sorry. of games? Move on. Okay. okay. <laughs> the meaning of games, right? Okay. Uh, <laughs> things you do to get through lockdown, right? Anyway, so. Hey. <laughs> I know hey. That's in there. That That's part of it now. <laughs> so we're talking about the most obscure games. And my goodness, I'm sure we all between us have plenty to talk about. So let me get things going by being as obscure as I can possibly be. By telling you (laughs) that I have played a lot of obscure games in my time and I actually found this really, really, really difficult to pin myself down to, you know, one or two games. And I'm going to open up by talking about a game called Autumn Dream. You know, that well-known, non-obscure game, Autumn Dream. You've all heard of that, right? Absolutely. I'm so confused. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Autumn Dream is really obscure. It's a first-person sort of horror game. Uh, It's so obscure that I don't even know what it is. Put it that way. Uh, Made by Russian developers, I'm sure. Of course it's Russians. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Keep reaching for that rainbow, Russia. (laughs) You know, it, it, you know, it, I, I got this game on a whim. It's three ninety nine on Steam as I speak, and the blurb goes something like this: "You've inherited a small house. The documents say that you will only have a right to own it once you manage to live there for at least a few days, but you must not go outside at night and shouldn't open the cellar door." Is there a chance to meet the conditions? Only time will show! Exclamation mark. Show? I just read the little board there. (laughs) It came out on the 5th of November 2016. It looked like sort of amnesia, slender, outlasty type thing, but set in the woods. It's just really, really strange and horrendously broken. 
It's not a game. It doesn't function. And I spent... I, I, I mean, people who know me as a gamer will know how stubborn I can be. I, uh-huh. I can't just... Yeah, <laughs> I can't just play something for an hour even and then just give up on it. I have to, like, play it to completion. I, I, I don't know how you... I don't know how you game this game. I, I don't know how it is a game. So, um... Makes sense. <laughs> I, 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 well, I, I recommend you all buy it, you know? Oh, I already bought it. Like, as soon as you mentioned it, it was, oh, that's getting bought. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's great. <laughs> it's, um, it didn't work. Wait, oh, it didn't work? That's even better. <laughs> it's the best three ninety nine you'll ever spend, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. But this is, like, you know, so more, more to the point, this was, this was in the middle of my... Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know what to call this era of my life when I thought I'm just going to buy as many games as I possibly can. So my Steam list is currently sitting at 873 games. Wow. No <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh and the my. majority of those were purchased, you know, in my early twenties. <laughs> so, so like the the twenty tens, if you will. And that game, that game was purchased well. There you go, 2016, but I got it on release. And that was right in the middle of a whole plethora of purchases that I just should not have made. <laughs> and that was one of them. So there you go. <laughs> what uh what did you think? Uh what stood out about it? What made you think, oh, when I I want to try this game? Uh, as I said, I bought it in a time in my life when I was just buying, buying everything. everything. <laughs> <laughs> buying Fair all enough. the things. Fair enough. So I had played, well, you know, good question, no doctor, thank you. So I had, you know, I had played Amnesia, obviously, and I played Penumbra, and I played all these fantastic horror games and thought, you know, there's, I don't think it'd be fair to say there was a bit of a drought when it came to those kind of experiences, because there had been other games that were similar. We had Outlast and, you know, Amnesia even got a sequel. However, it, it just wasn't enough for me. I just, I, I was I was willing to play anything and everything that I could get a hold of. And that just happened to be one of those games. There was another game that was similar to that. It was called Anna, I'm sure. I remember Anna. I remember uh, telling you about that. And I couldn't, like, I do like games like that. And for the life of me, I just felt I am too dumb for this game. <laughs> I, watched, <laughs> I watched Markiplier play it. And I was like, he was figuring things out pretty good. But it was just, I didn't like the way they'd set up the puzzles. Uh, I'd, yeah. I, was, did you ever play, um, did I ever tell you about Scratches? Because that was, I was in the same kind of position as you after you know, Penumbra and Amnesia, and then we're kind of looking for that that next horror hit. And fix, yeah. Yeah, and it, I got this game called Scratches, which yeah, uh, I, I may, may, may talk about it in another in our podcast, but that was almost going to be one of the games I was going to use for my obscure ones because you can't actually get it on Steam anymore. I don't oh. know why, but I have it. Uh, I may do a wee playthrough about it. But, oh, um, so do I. Scratches director's cut. I've probably recommended it to you in the past. Uh, mm-hmm. It's not a bad game, but it was kind of that's how I ended up with that one. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I just saw it and thought I I I think I just chucked it in. Literally, you know, chucked it in my basket with a whole bunch of these other games, and I was I was quite excited to play this one because when you look at the screenshots for it, you think this this looks really interesting. It's set out in the woods, you know. The it is very. 
um, Unity engine sort of graphics style. You know, it's it's quite it's quite straightforward in terms of the way it looks. You know, and then as soon as I saw the Russian text, I thought, Oh God, <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> but um, no offense, Russia. You know, I'm just, you you do make some good games. You do. Uh, <laughs> So yeah, if you're looking for really out there, then you know, then autumn autumn dreams is 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 the one for you. Uh, I have one more. You want to hear it? Do it. Oh, go ahead. Do it. Yep. Yep. Yeah, uh, there was another game that actually do- uh, the doctor, Doctor Bob, and I played, and he probably won't remember this, but it was called Stay Close. Stay close. I recognise the name. Stay close. Uh, was it looked like it was going to be in the same vein as games like Nether, like Rust, like all these sort of survival-based games, but it was very much centred on horror. And I remember thinking, this is the game for us because. Bob and I love to play horror games and we love to, well, I'm speaking for us both here, but we love to play horror games together. Um, if we can get, you know, a, a, a co-op, a co-op horror experience, then jackpot. And I, I, I don't know where to begin. <laughs> it's, it's great. It's kind of open worldy sort of, uh, you know, there's this, co-op element where you can work together and then one person can go off and do something in this area and then the, you know the other person could go somewhere else and then you can meet up and whatever and it just doesn't work <laughs> so there's a game coming out uh i've forgotten the name of it already it's the the the, the what's it called i was about to say the day after tomorrow <laughs> um i forgot what it's called but there's an upcoming game that was just featured recently had a trailer. It's like a co-op horror game. Uh, zombie apocalypse. Anyway, it's it, it was like a precursor to that, you know. And it actually came out around the same time as the other game I was talking about, the Autumn Dreams game. So you know, it it, it would have been the same idea. Chucked it in the basket. Thought, why not? You know, it was probably five quid or something. Who cares? You know, if it's good, it's good. If it's not, whatever. It was really fun. Until we got to the point where we got to a house, if I remember, and there was a a guy standing there and he wasn't doing anything. (laughs) And it's like, this game needs to go back in the oven. It is not ready. (laughs) So, um, so yeah, I I really recommend those two games. If you, if you want to see how not to make a game. (laughs) I remember you mentioned that, but I, I looked up and I vaguely remember something something like this Stay Close game uh, I think at, at one point I probably meant to buy it but re- its recent reviews on Steam are mostly positive I mean, it doesn't it doesn't look all that bad it looks, looks okay uh, yeah. it's nothing I've ever, I never heard of it before or maybe I probably spoke about it before and I've it's kind of slipped my mind but um, it's, it's it sounds kind of familiar yeah it, it, it gave me Silent Hill vibes and it was co-op and, you know, and, and, and there was like, I'm sure there was a mist that would, you know, sort of set in on the town and whatever. And you, you, the idea was that you would, you know, explore different areas and then you would, 
you know, pick up items that you could use somewhere else and whatever. And on paper, it just sounds great. It sounds absolutely brilliant. But it's just not. <laughs> did, it, did it lack kind of something fundamental, do you think? Yeah, a story. <laughs> oh. story. Yeah, just a story. And well, it had, there, are, there are some bits of story, but I just think I really enjoy playing games that are in, uh, you know, beta or as they call it now, early access. And I quite, I, you know, I, I quite enjoy that kind of thing. And, and, and I, I really enjoy indie games that are really rough around the edges. I just think they're great. You know, they just show off the human side of of game development. And this was just a little bit too far on that side of the fence for me. It was just, yeah, this this is not this is not finished. <laughs> this this needs more time. So so yeah, but how does it fit the obscure um you know, it's a title. Well, it it's not well known. <laughs> it's it's just not uh, and and neither is the neither is the Russian horror game in the woods, you know. So, but anyway, enough from me. We've heard enough from me. <laughs> that's 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 my my obscurity for the evening. Right, Golding, you're up. Give us your most obscure game that you can think of. So this is a difficult one for me because it's either I can't remember them that much, or they're just not that obscure. What I played. That's so, because you're a PC gaming newbie. I am. I'm PC gaming noob, yes. I am. I've only He's been doing it about noob. a year nearly. Feel so free um, to flame them in the comments, people. Yes. Do it. Do it. <laughs> do it. So do it. I've got two. Uh, and my mm. first one will be a game called MDK. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> How dare oh, you brand that as obscure? Well, well I, I agree with them. Uh, that, I mean, you can find that in good old games, I'm certain. But yeah, yeah. it was. Um, yep, I would say that was kind of secure, obscure. Great game. Uh, it, and that's it. You know what? You look at it and you think this is going to be a cheap piece of crap. To be honest, uh, when you started playing it, but actually, you got slightly hooked as you're doing it. You got that stupid bloody cone gun, haven't you? Um, yeah. <laughs> on his hand, and he got the sm- uh, the world's smallest nuclear bomb. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> I was like, "What?" And then his uh, his parachute, which I, I'm not quite sure how how it worked. In all honesty, uh, it was like these railings that went around his back as he come down and sort of, sort of oh, came out. I don't know if you remember that part of it. Yeah, yeah. But I just thought cause it, it was a slightly sort of bit of a puzzle bit, wasn't it? You know, ah, oh, you know, killing. Yep, yeah, do this, do that. But it's right. You need to find what door to go through to go to the next bit and to go through here. Exactly. What I'm, I'm a bit lost. But um, my, my memory of MDK is uh, finding a demo of it on the best of select CDs that you used to get uh, from years ago, from decades ago, actually. Yeah, and and just thinking it. Me. Sorry, Winter. So that may come up again with me. Yeah. <laughs> well, honestly, I, I remember I remember seeing it and just and thinking it was the coolest thing ever, you know, and it only had, you know, like a, a level's worth sort of thing I, I think it was on the time limit actually great game it, great it, yeah I, it was one of these which I never thought I'd like and then do you know what I ended up doing it and completing it and thinking eh, actually it isn't too bad developed by the same guys who developed Earthworm Jim was it really and Enter the Matrix Enter the Matrix now that's and Terminator 3 Rise of the Machines 
And oh. I'm not reading this off of Wikipedia. <laughs> do, do you want to, uh, before you get there, uh, because I'm doing the same thing, not, uh, do you see the, ti- see the title of the game? NDK. What is it? Uh, well, yeah, that's what a lot of people thought, but apparently it's true meaning never got revealed. Ooh. Ooh. Mm-hmm. The Doctor, as always, has the answers. Yes, his PhD <laughs> in Wikipedia is really there. <laughs> and there's another, um, there's another wee, there's another uh, little interesting tidbit. I'm fairly certain, because I remember playing this, I think I played it on the PC, but at the time where I had a PC that couldn't run uh, <laughs> run a bath, let alone MDK. But what I, I want a PC that runs a bath. That sounds quite good. <laughs> what, um, what I noticed is that I think it was on one of the consoles. I'm fairly certain it was on the, the PlayStation 1. It was, yeah. That was it. That's yeah. what I got it from, yeah. 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 One of the... I remember having this conversation with, with one of my friends and I, I noticed that either on the PlayStation version or the PC version, one of them, you had an animation with the character who's... The main character is also called... Because uh, <laughs> I took a look this up. It was Kurt, Kurt Hectic. What a name for a character. <laughs> Don't awesome. name what they used to. But what you would do is, you know how you could use this, like, sniper mode? Yes. Do you remember that? But do yeah. you know how he actually does that? He takes the gun off of his arm and puts it on his puts face. Puts it on his head, yeah. That's amazing! That's so he's got- cool! That's awesome. That is, that is. And hold on a minute. There's an MK, MDK2 yeah. HD. Yeah. Oh, behave. Do you realise that she released, well, they uh, announced what MDK stands for back in 2011? Oh, did they? They actually yeah. confirm it? Yeah, the, the crazy well, MDK posted that the letters, uh, what they stand for, so... Go on, then. Murder, death, kill. Yeah, yeah fair it enough. Murder, yeah, I thought, that's what I thought it was, yeah. It was oh, like that for ages, but it was only, you know, back in 2011, the creator actually confirmed it, so... How ridiculously unobscure yeah. and that's, predictable. That's, that's right. It's at the bottom of that little bit. Yeah, well, I, I, have got, I have got another one. I've got another Ooh. one. Um, so this is actually from a Dreamcast day. Oh, um, oh yes. It, it was actually one that came with it. Uh, yep. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> so I was like, damn it. <laughs> and it was called Ugga Bugger. Oh. <laughs> 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 yeah, I don't know Go why. Came, don't know why it came with it. So basically, if you just think of um, uh, a sort of a Crash Bandicoot style thing, but you, you know, and you played as this weird bloke with a stupid mask, and it was pretty much a similar style level uh, level playing thing. Uh, had a bit. Um, I'm just reading a bit now, just trying to remember it a bit. But had a bit of like Banjo Kazooie about it as well. Mm, yeah, so it was just that. It was just that similar level style fighting yeah. and it was just I could see why it came free with the cat with the groom <laughs> <laughs> as soon as you said it I thought of Crash Bandicoot you know yeah you know, the, exactly I know that's not what he says but he says he says what yeah what is, you know? but no you and say it's like, a yeah says uh. Like, uh, yeah I actually have not heard that one so success ah <laughs> win-win Win-win. I only had a Dreamcast for like six months because I hated it. Yeah, I mean, that that console, you could argue, kind of fell into the grounds of 
what the hell? Borderline obscurity? <laughs> I mean, it re- I mean, there you go. There's the definition. Not clearly expressed or easily understood. I don't think anyone understood the Dreamcast. It wasn't just the Dreamcast. It was the nature of the controller. Oh, Lord. Yeah. So you had like that window in it, didn't you? When you put, was it memory card went in the controller, was it? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, now, there was one cool thing though. Um, uh, Resident Evil Code Veronica, I'm sure, would display your current uh, status on that little screen. Would it? And at that point, that you know, well, when so you probably know more about that than I do. I never owned the game uh, Dreamcast. I'm just, I'm just not alone with you. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, well, but, but it's <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I remember from the Dreamcast, and I heard it was a console that I thought it was the second Dreamcast, right enough. I thought it was quite a successful console, and I realised that it didn't actually do as well as it as they might have hoped, which was pretty yeah. sad because it did have some yeah. some good games on it. I remember that I get told Fantasy Star Online was on the Dreamcast, but then I more or less played that on the GameCube, and I really really enjoy. Uh, Vanity Star Online. I mean, it's it's you can tell it's a Sega game. Like all of these, most of these dream, Dreamcast Sega games, like uh, that and Shenmue, they all have that kind of uh, weird sort of similar similarity between them. It's really really odd. Even the Sonic mm. Sonic games, there's there's just like a, I don't know if they just kept the like the same like 3D design or whatnot, but it's they've got such a strange sort of like. Common like art style between them, yeah, it's really odd. aesthetic. Yeah, yeah, it totally is. Yeah, and Jet Set Radio and all these like crazy taxi, all these kind of games. I mean, oh, I, I, I really taxi. liked it, but it's just funny seeing it over and over again. But I still, I thought it was, I thought it had some decent games on it. It's, it was the virtual first co- tennis. Sorry, that was virtual a game. tennis. Virtual oh, virtual tennis. Yeah, virtual yeah, tennis. Yeah, that. that was a game on there because I remember. When, when I was actually, when it came out, I think I was, uh, what, middle to the end of secondary school. And mm-hmm. uh, and it was always in our um, uh, youth club at night. So it's always there. Ah, oh, virtual tennis. It's always on. Always go and play. It's probably the only game I actually liked on the Dreamcast. And that was about it. Yeah. I remember a um, similar thing. You know, they had a Dreamcast at this local youth club. And it was the first console for probably first sega console i never owned one but i always just you know you would go to your mate's house and play mega drive or whatever you didn't <laughs> yeah. have you know you would always make sure you had a friend who did what you didn't have yeah and we all know that i was a nintendo fanboy at that at that age you know and 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 i remember seeing this thing and i used to get really excited about you know trying out new video games consoles and whatever and this thing i just remember thinking i think it was tomb raider i played on it that was the game they had and I remember thinking this is this is not good <laughs> it's just like the controller's not good <laughs> it's not good and I had played uh, you know I'd played on an N64 and I'd, and I had a similar thing I remember thinking the games are great but the controller's so bad yeah you know uh, how could they get it this wrong but hey ho it was you know it was all we had I suppose at that point but yeah and then and then Sega went and did the same thing <laughs> But yeah, so, yeah. I think Sega went downhill after um, uh, after did the uh, Mega Drive a little bit. Yeah, to me anyway. Sega. To me, poor Sega. It all began with the Sega CD. We'll go into oh. that another time. 
Uh-oh. <laughs> well, thank you very much, Golding. They certainly were obscure titles. That's for sure. Stinger, what you got for us? I don't think this is fair being the youngest, so I had to <laughs> spend so much time looking for all the games I had. So it's just like, well, there is some games, but they're based in major franchises. So I can't use those, surely not. So uh, I had to dig deep just to find something that maybe nobody's heard of or mm. somebody's heard of, but completely forgotten about it. So this goes back to the early days of Xbox. So one game <laughs> I played a lot of as a demo, but never got the game till quite late on. Something called Crimson Skies. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I don't know that one. I have not heard of that one. Oh, wow. I've done well. (laughs) There was a bit of Crimson Skies in. You have pleased the host. That'll do it. So, yeah. um, It's just a simple game. You know, you're part of a... Well, you're a lead of an air pirate gang set in the alternative 1930s America where, you know, the main way of getting around the place, around America, was planes and zeppelins. And it's just a simple game. your old friend gets killed, so you go on a, a road of revenge. <laughs> but um, yeah, it, the, the planes looked great. You know, it, it's not they're sort of based on uh, aircraft, but not you know not specific any anything specific. But yeah, you just go you know, fly around, do all these missions. It's open world missions as well. So something that came out in two thousand three to do. You know, there's not that many games that did open world maps it's quite impressive it played well it but you know what surprised me is you know it sort of just died into obscurity there wasn't really that followed afterwards that i remember mm. so uh that was a shame uh but it played so that well. was an was that an, an xbox exclusive or did that um, a, i believe you know, so. that was on the original xbox yeah the ps2 Maybe oh, it made it to the PS2. I don't think so. I know. Well, the one oh, I right. the one I got were well, I had was High Road to Revenge, which was an Xbox exclusive. Right. So, oh, yeah, it was based on a series. So, I think it, it was it was an Xbox exclusive because it's a Microsoft exclusive. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, so it's a flight game. Yeah, it's a flying game. Uh, yeah, all air combat, but it's really fun. It played really well, and it it. Apparently, it just didn't sell well, which was a real shame. Um, yeah, you find that quite a lot, don't you? You find that. I mean, there were some great games on the um, Super Nintendo that, uh, you know, just just had a fantastic first game and then just disappeared. Yeah. You know, um, you know, there's a game, sorry to jump in one more time, but, you know, there was a game called Legend on the, the, the SNES. Uh, back in '93, I think it was, and it it was a good game. It's a kind of side-scrolling beat 'em up game, but it's set in you know sort of medieval. Stinger one born then though. Oh well, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was before your time, yeah. but you know, it was a great game. So and that and that happens all too often. You know, you know, it's like why did this not get a sequel? Well, that well, there's another game I got as well, which did get a sequel, but it never left. Um, the original Xbox. So, uh, anybody heard of Full Spectrum Warrior? Oh yes, I remember that. Heard of? So that it, it it's a squad squad based. Well, it's a uh, 
what's the best way of describing it? Because you, you take control of a couple of squads, but you, you don't sort of, it's not like your third person shooters or anything, where, uh, but you're essentially just guiding them through the mission and it, it is absolutely brutal. You make the slightest mistake and that's it, you've killed someone and if not, you killed the whole squad. Mm. So there were there was two there was two games for it, but um, so the sequel Ten Hammers didn't came out in two thousand six, but that was it. It just disappeared. It was done by um, Pandemic Studios. Right. So I think <laughs> they quite oh, out. Pandemic <laughs> Studios. Ah, oh, that's a shame. Yeah, because Pandemic <laughs> yeah. Studios are great. They made all sorts of games. They made they made, they made Mercenaries. I oh, loved that game. Mercenaries was so good. I oh, uh, loved it. Uh, by a company redacted and all of a sudden that was him dead yeah it was bought by company redacted and then they closed it so uh, oh, it's a real shame because it did both full spectral royals they did the original star wars battlefront destroy your yeah. humans mercenaries there's so many good games they did but yeah it got acquired then they closed it and now games like that don't exist anymore which is a shame just having a look at the, the full spectrum warrior game just a little bit like uh, SOCOM. It is, bit. but like I said, you don't actually control a specific person. You control the squad as a whole. You direct the squad. You tell them where to shoot, or in some cases, a, a squad will have a specific ability that you tell them to do, but you never actually um, take control, you know, have control of their weapon and fire it. You mm. just direct them to do it. Right, yeah, yeah. So it's okay. Yeah. Different take on the like third person uh, military sim shooter. I take it because that's one game I never played. Uh, uh, we know someone that played it back in the day. Um, it's just it was just something I never quite got into, but I, I, I knew about it. It's it's a good game, but you can't. It's not a game you can just pick up and straight away play it. You ha- you know I. If it tells you to play the tutorial, you do it because it doesn't play like anything, uh, any other game before. So it mm. it takes a bit to get your head around, but once you do, it is so satisfying when you get it right. Uh, but at the same time, it absolutely punishes you if you get it wrong. Mm. And they don't that's make the them way. like that anymore. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, that's the way games should be. Let's be honest. You know, it looks it looks like a good game, and this was on the this was an Xbox game. Uh, was it? Yeah, Xbox, PlayStation Two, uh, but it's also on Steam as well. Oh, I really miss that era, like just that nice sort of middle ground between, you know, when when you went to a game or G Force or whatever shop you went to to get your games when the PlayStation was around, and everyone would be talking about, you know, the best game. They would be saying get this game it's fantastic or mm. i'll give you a loan of this game and you and you know you give me whatever good game you've got and you only really tried your best to buy the best games but i remember my experience of playstation 2 era was uh you know well, having a playstation 2 I didn't have an xbox but i did have a ps2 and just going at the game and just looking for secondhand games yeah you know four yeah. for 20 quid or whatever four for 40 yeah. you know and picking up games like uh starfighter jedi starfighter yeah uh, you know secondhand copies of like gta 3 and stuff and just just loving it you know just just but in particular a game like starfighter just picking it up thinking well it's 10 quid who cares and having the best time 
<laughs> just loving it. Well, that was cute. So, you know, with tech, I remember a lot of the older games I had were they were never brand new. They were a lot of the time second hand. And like you said, when you had deals at like four for twenty or three, you know three for thirty or whatever, you got some absolute bargains and some really good gains. And you know, you didn't have to pull out, you know, uh, pay out full price for it. And then there was the days at school if you you shared a console with somebody else, you said, "Oh, you got that game? Can I borrow that game and I will lend you this game?" Or yeah. That, those for the good old days. Yeah, and you would find obscure titles and realise these are fantastic, and then some of those titles ended up becoming staples. Yeah. <laughs> you know, a, a decade later, people are looking back, as we are right now, and saying, that game was fantastic. How good was that? You know, so, yeah, those were the days. Yeah. Bring just, them back, Sunny Jim. Yeah, I just want to throw one more in. I don't think it's obscure, but this game Ooh, came out yeah, 22 yeah. years ago. Uh, oh. I, I got it recently and just going back a bit nostalgia and it was well, it's still fun now star wars episode one racer oh, oh yeah oh, i've got i got that on the switch a few months ago because it yeah. came and i was like oh it's so much fun excellent game it is uh you know like i said the game came out 22 years ago it you know there's better looking games come out but it's still so satisfying to play and the game's so good that me, a person who despises racing games, still love that game. Yeah. yeah. It's a tremendous game. I think I remember playing that game. Uh, did that game not get a PC port as well? Yeah. I think it did, maybe. Sure well, it that's did. how I ended up playing, because a friend of mine had the PC version for it and borrowed it for a bit, but yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm sure I remember playing that on the PC in school. And it actually got a sequel. That game got a sequel. Did it? I never did a sequel. Yeah. On the I'm sure it was on the PS2. Ah, right. Brilliant game, brilliant game. Obscure though, mm, I don't know. Depends who you're talking to, doesn't it? <laughs> no, uh, that's why I didn't include it. Well, I just mentioned it. It's just like I said, it's part of a major franchise, but it came out over twenty years ago. That's the only reason I threw it in. You just wanted us to feel really, really old. I want to feel old as well. It's not often I do that. I know. Yeah. Well, I perpetually feel old, so. Thanks for adding to my misery. <laughs> no, that was great. We're really... <laughs> Thanks, Sonny Jim. So we really are starting to get quite obscure here. This is fantastic. Next up, we have uh, Obscurity Personified, in any case. Uh, Winsoul, give us it. Uh, is that a backhanded compliment? Uh, like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah you, you take that as a compliment. Go for it. Okay, so, free world. <laughs> uh, I actually have nine had on this list. Uh, okay, now I won't talk about. Oh, them. sweet lord! Yeah, I'll brace yourself. I'll be beginning to for about three of them, but like the other six, I'm just going to go over. So, one just very quickly. Um, anyone remember Rolo to the rescue? Nope. No. 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 <laughs> Next. So, it is a, like a Mega Drive game made by, funny enough, EA, and you control a elephant and you have to rescue your friends um, of course you do it's really cool <laughs> you have to, like, your friends have different abilities and you rescue them like you can become them and that's fun um so mm-hmm. I, actually i'm going to talk about this game later on however i want everyone now don't look it up because you'll spoil yourself i want <laughs> everyone to guess the developer and i'll give you a clue the developer 
was mentioned, uh, one of the games they made was mentioned last week in our top 10. Our top oh, 10 no. Games. No. <laughs> oh, you're not going to go there, are you? Yep. Oh, and I know I know what Wenzel is going to say. Okay. Uh, so the game is for the Mega Drive, and it is called Rings of Power. Oh, Rings oh. of Power. Okay. Oh, Maybe I don't. Okay. <laughs> think, so think about that, um, and think about the developers we mentioned last week. Uh, so moving on uh, <laughs> a game we were talking about the Playstation demos uh, a game I fell in love with fell in love with playing it on that demo disc Overboard oh Overboard yes. oh oh, oh that, that was the that was the game with the pirate ship yep oh that was so good yes. oh that was amazing i remember playing that oh that oh that was that, oh sorry one game. of the best times i've ever had playing a game that was so good it's I in desperate need of a oh yes, master. yes. oh yes oh game, my lord that game was so good that in 2006 when i was doing a game development course uh that was the basis for our like end of year game it was hoverboard Oh, <laughs> excellent such a good game <laughs> yeah. I, I want to play that game that was such a well, you can. good demo I, yes I can watch me <laughs> build it now <laughs> can't stop me <laughs> um, still on Playstation although it did come out on PC as well um, anyone remember Broken Sword? yeah yes yeah. Never played I, it, never played I never played it but I know the name struggled my I can... way through that game got stuck in Ireland for about three years because I didn't click that I had to, well the guy, I knew what I had to do I had to take this copper wire off a guy but there was no way to get it and I had to wait until he was sneezing, that I couldn't put together oh um, still hate that bit in that game but the rest of it's fantastic um, now I've got a very odd question for you guys who here likes Aerosmith? Um, obviously Mm. Yeah, yeah, I like dudes who look like ladies. Well, how would you like an <laughs> arcade shooter based on Eristus music? <laughs> oh, wait, I've heard of this. Revolution X. Revolution wow. X. Wow. It's horrendously terrible and also horrendously amazing. <laughs> Is it one of these ones that has like, uh, like uh, FMVs? Yes. I uh, love those games. And the tagline yeah. of the game, music is the weapon. Oh. That's excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Love in the elevator. Yeah. <laughs> Steve Tyler in like a TV screen throws keys at you and you catch them. Oh, what keys come out of the screen? Yes, and hit you in the face. Yeah, amazing. Oh man, why aren't arcades a thing anymore? because uh, they don't make money, unfortunately. Mm. Pretty much. Mm. We've actually got one that's opening up here by us. Oh. Yeah, it just got announced today. I know it's been coming, so it's quite good, actually. So, yeah. Nice. That is cool. And so next three quick game is a game that I will mention nothing of and just recommend that everyone listening and everyone here plays. It's a game called Frog Fractions. It's free. It's on PC. Just type in Frog Fractions into Google and click the I don't know the first link, and you should play. It. Don't play it now, but yes, definitely play it. Uh, I don't want to see any more of it. When you first play it, you'll be like, "He has lost his mind." I don't get what this is. This is an educational game. What's he talking about? <laughs> twin, twin, twinbeard.com. Yes, that's it. 
Okay. Just frog fractions. Just keep exploring, and eventually you'll do something. You'll be like, oh, there's something to this, and you'll do something, and then the game will completely change, and it just keeps going. Oh. And the last quick game of what I talked about is Elephant Mud. Which oh, Elephant Mud. Years ago. Stop me playing, or stop me studying in high school. This game was so addictive. Uh, fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, terrible now, though, but yeah, back then it was good. It's on Steam, so I had very, very, very uh, a very limited amount of experience with Elephant Mud and yeah, the, the amount that I, well, yeah, I mean the amount of time I spent with it. I mean, I do remember thinking this is really cool and you could get really lost in this. Yeah. Even even as a teenager who had absolutely no patience for anything, <laughs> I do remember thinking, yeah, I could get I could get lost in this. So yeah. Okay, so. Bringing it back around, the ones I actually want to get into. Has, what are your guesses for the developer of Rings of Power? Rings of Power. Uh, just mm. just so you know, I was completely off the mark. It's oh, not who I, I thought it was. Uh, I thought you were going to say... I'm not going to say it, but I was wrong. Uh, go on now, what are you going to say, Bob? Nope. Yeah, come on. I could. If I'm going to say it, I'll just spoil it. No, go on, just say it. No, you got to say it now. Yeah. Well, we'll wait for Doctor Bob to the end if they wants to take it. I guess. Hmm. Yeah. No, we don't want to hear the klaxon alarm. Uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> deafening our eardrums. Ah, oh, a developer that was mentioned last week. That's tough because I can't remember the developers we mentioned last week. <laughs> it's tough because I just looked up. <laughs> Because oh, okay. it was a trick. It's a damn trick. I need another. I need another clue. I need a clue. Wolf. Uh, does anybody else want to have a clue? Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, what, another clue. Okay. The developer was on two people's games list, like the game they made. What do you mean? Specifically, you. See, see, from, see from last week. It was on two people's lists, this game, that the developer of this made. Oh, I see. Me and you. Me and you, Zen. Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm. Nope. I have early onset dementia. Okay. Naughty Dog. <laughs> oh, Naughty Dog. Naughty... Oh, they made that Rings of Power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Were they I called Naughty Dog back game. then? Holy fuck, this game's such a piece of shit. <laughs> oh god, this is the game that made you really I angry. I hate this game. Oh, it's so bad. Like, think of like all the great games Naughty Dog have made from two after, because they made another game that I never played in between that and Crash Bandicoot. Oh my god, awful. No direction at all. Just put in the world. All right, yeah, you go find yourself. And you know, the world's not fun to explore. It's not Skyrim. You know, it's not Morrowind. It's not, you know, anything. It's, oh my god, it's so bad. And everybody can kick your ass. You're supposed to be oh a powerful spellcaster, and a barmaid will literally two shot you. <laughs> 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 because you can fight them, so I went, yeah, sure, I'll fight you. Like, yeah, that could be fun. And then you just, you know, cut, oh, stun. And she just goes up and goes, boom. And it's like, oh, I've got three health, run away, can't run away, boom, dead. It's like, oh, great. That was fantastic. Uh, okay, mm. I'll, I'll look around this area then, see if I can find anything. Oh, there's a red dragon. Oh, freeze fire, I'm dead. Fantastic. So, I'm just looking at it. So, it's an RPG. Yes. 
Yeah, that looks kind of strange. It's like isometric, but on a board. Yeah, it's uh, oh, oh, hate that game. Oh, oh, hate it. Hate it. Right. <laughs> what, what was it on then? Omega Drive. Oh, Mega Drive. Drive. As you said, you mentioned that Mega yeah. Drive. So, listeners, uh, let us know by uh, commenting on our podcast. And so, let us know in the comments if you want Winsol to do. No, uh, one hundred percent speed run. <laughs> do it. Not. He'll do it for charity. He'll do it for our charity. Oh, don't make me do it. No, no, I think no. That's good. <laughs> no. I think you do. Why? I, you're going to have to do a let's play win soul. I think. <laughs> too late. So too late. You know, and actually, I think that's a good idea for everybody to do a let's play of their most hated game. Oh, why? Why I'd not? Have to find a copy yeah, of it. Well, yeah, why not? That's yeah, such a that, fun idea. That, for charity. Actually, yeah, exactly. <laughs> for charity. But you've got you've got to complete the game in one God. sitting. No, That's not gonna happen with me. I'm just gonna rage out it. with it. There was there was one that I hated and now I can't remember it. And I, Death I'm, stranding. No, it was it was a it was a good experience. No, I don't think it was on the podcast, but I mentioned I think I mentioned the game, and then everybody's like, you know what game you're gonna play on a on a live stream or something? It's like this game, and I can't remember what it was. It's the the ones that we're not gonna mention. No. So- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, Winsol, you've blown me away because I don't think I. Did I know any of those games you mentioned? Maybe, maybe oh, one. Oh, no, I've got another two. Oh, Lord. Oh, still good. Obscurity continues. I just want to take one step back a second. So, Bob, what did you originally think that Rings of Power, the developers, were? No. <laughs> Come on. No. You start your sport. You're going to have to yeah. do it. <laughs> you're, you're, you're doing it now. Uh, I'm not mentioning the developer, but I actually thought he was going to say Kingsfield. I thought I knew that. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Which oh. I would have. Well, okay, fair enough. Yeah, because yeah, I, I haven't even played those games. Yeah, and the thing about Kingsfield was, it was a very early version of the Souls games, which went on to become Sekiro eventually. <laughs> and the thing about Sekiro is, like, <laughs> you lose because you said it first. Moving on. The next game I actually want to talk about is a game that I know in my heart of heart is bad. I love it so much. Um, you might have actually played this as well on a PlayStation demo disc. Uh, it was a fighting game made by Eidos called The Unholy War. How dare oh. you say that's a bad game? Uh, I don't know. It probably is. I've not played it in about 15 years. <laughs> it's probably very bad. But I Unholy it so War? Oh, it's yes, such a good War. game. The- it's, I've never it's, heard of that. It's, it's no. so good it's bad. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I'll accept that. So it has two factions in it. It has the Arcana and the Technica, I think is their names. Basically magic versus technology. Yeah. And wow. It's it's a fighting game, but it's so different. Um, like, it's like an arena yeah. fighting game. It's yeah. I can't really think of anything that's overly similar to it. Like it's, it's like 3D Smash Bros almost. A, a little, but not 2D. It's three-dimensional. Oh, yeah. I I recognise that box art. I recognise that monster. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at one of the, the a screenshot from one of the um, maps. It, to me, it kind of 
looks like if you took one lane from a MOBA. Hello, actually, I maybe a good uh, comparison. It was really hard. Uh, yeah, it was. Really, and really hard. I found out later on, apparently there was um, like super versions of two of the faction's heroes. I, All right. I, I can't remember how to do it. I think you have to beat the game on hard or something, which I never did because it was hard enough on normal. Um, but yeah, that game, oh, so many fun memories of it, just playing with my friends, stuff like that, trying to beat the computer. I just I just played it on the demo disc and it was the same sort of demo disc that had games like Armored Core oh, on them. No, and no, Ghost... I just off again. we can't talk about it. No, uh, published, published. Published. Vehicle reversing. Vehicle reversing. You are doing it now, not me. <laughs> <laughs> I've infected you. You're in denial. <laughs> But yeah, and like there was there was another one uh, that was on a similar kind of graphics. I mean, I suppose you could argue all the PS One games had similar yeah. graphics styles, but Ghost in the Shell. Oh, that was a yes. really weird yeah. one on the because yeah, I'm going to start bringing up uh, games from those down with this as well. And that was a really fun game that had apparently nothing to do with the the actual show. Yes, which yeah. I haven't seen. <laughs> you control the tank, and it's all the tanks kind of minor characters. Like it's so cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, couldn't figure out what to do, you know. <laughs> 20, 20 years was, later, I still don't know what to do. It's kind of like Armored Core, just like, you shoot things. Right, okay, they bother. Yeah. 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 Right, and so, I'll very quickly, that's the last thing I want to talk about. Um, I assume everybody here has heard of XCOM. Yeah. Yep. So, yes. Now, let me ask you a question. How would you like an XCOM game made by, I think they were a Polish developer? Uh, set in World War Two, where you had to fight not Hydra. Not Hydra. Yeah. Yes. Company of Heroes. Oh, <laughs> Heroes. Is it actually an XCOM game? It's not an XCOM game, but it's very similar. Like it, that's the style of it. I just remember what was it? There was XCOM Declassified. That was sort of set in fifties um, era. I'm not too sure. Mario versus Rabbids. <laughs> Great game. Uh, yeah, Great. It's similar to that. So it's a game called Silent Storm. Oh, oh I know Silent mm. Storm. Never played it. But I know of it. So the really cool thing about Silent Storm, uh, well, two big things were cool. One was Jersey, who was a character in the game who was Polish and fired a, I think it was a brain machine gun and was an absolute monster. <laughs> it's the first best day of that game. Uh, <laughs> me and my other friends still quote Jersey from time to time to each other. And the second best thing about it, the environments were destructible. Ooh. And because you have explosives, you could get very creative in how you killed Nazis, basically. Yeah, I'm looking at it just now. It looks like The Sims, but violent and fun. Yeah. Yeah, Sims is okay, but yeah, a bit, so much <laughs> a bit, a bit like uh, the old Commandos games. A little, yeah. Although they they were a lot harder. Yeah, they were they were impossible. I remember I had the demo for that long time ago. Commandos two, just way too hard, <laughs> way too hard for that for the age I was. I keep in, I keep thinking about downloading Desperados three on Game Pass. I keep thinking about. I don't know if I actually will, but it was good. Is that kind of same idea? Uh, Commandos, uh, Desperados, yeah. 
Uh, I've never played them. I know uh, I've heard of them, though. There was a game that came out, Shadow Tactics, uh, Blades of the Shogun, a couple of years yes. ago. That's very similar. That's a good game as well. But yeah, if, it's not up on... I think it's on good old games, Silent Storm, 1 and 2. Um, it's on Steam as well. But yeah, if you ever see it on sale, that sounds appealing to you, then absolutely, thumbs up. And I'll stop talking now. No, it's good. I like it. And um, don't forget to also buy Autumn Dreams because it's a bargain. Yes. Uh, you know, if you want, if you want to go out in the woods and 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 you know, in Russian, <laughs> then that's the game for you. You know, Winslow, you've blown me away. That's I, I I expected no less though because you play a lot of obscure games. Ain't no doubt about it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not quite sure he finds that as a compliment. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Honestly, I, I have <laughs> nothing but respect <laughs> for you because you play them so I don't have to. Yeah. Thank you, Master. Hey, we all play Problem Seek. That's pretty obscure. Oh, that's yeah. pretty obscure. That's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. Right, let's do it. I don't want to do a Zen. Right, okay, let's just double check. So we've done me, we've done Golding, <laughs> we've done Stinger. Uh, I think we've done Winsol, and okay, here we go. The master of all obscurity, the the sergeant extreme to the max of obscurity, Doctor Bob Zombie. Feed us your obscurity, Doctor. No, I don't think you want that. Um, it was a nice uh, segue. You went from that. The last thing you talked about was Russian games. Uh, being the uh, what was that one? Uh, Autumn Dream. Yeah. Because one of the games I'm going to talk about is a Russian game that has, in fact, had three releases and a sequel. It's called Pathologic. Oh, I, I thought you were going to mention this. Yeah. <laughs> is Path- this the one I'm thinking of over there? Like the, it's, yeah? Well, one of, the, one of the things we're going to talk about is it's very, very strange. Uh, soundtrack, which personally I love. I think it's an amazing soundtrack. It, it's not. It's not. Um, I wouldn't say it would be like an amazing soundtrack, but it's very, very weird. Um, mm. It's uh, it's one of those experiences. Can't really call it fun. Um, it's quite a. You know, it's it's a true survival horror it, it leans exceptionally heavy on survival uh, I'll give you a bit of background for it before I, before I go on it was made for the PC originally in 2005 and then that was in, that was mainly it was Russian because it was, it's from a Russian uh, uh, development studio and then it got localised for English in 2006 and then when I played it it had its HD re-release uh, called Pathologic Classic HD, and I just mm-hmm. I was like, okay, this game. The first thing that uh, drew me to it is that I seen some screenshots, and by the look of the game, it reminded me a lot of the graphics in Morrowind, which is another yeah, kind of. It's it's got it's, it's something weird about it. I was like, oh, okay, um, so I read the little little blurb. So you play as one of three characters who get to the step town in Russia. A step town is essentially a, a, like a small town that is surrounded by like a step. It's just essentially fields, and there's just this town. Uh, 
they go there, uh, each have their own separate reasons for being in the town. The the, uh, the character I played first, and technically I haven't finished the game, because it took me 60 hours to get through the Doctor. 60 hours? Yes. And by the way, just a quick side note, uh, I, when I say daily about the blah, 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 I was thinking of pa- totally getting it wrong, paratopic. Oh, the game well, I was thinking of. That's I another that, mixed up. That's another weird one. I like my weird games as well. I really like my weird games. Yeah. Um, no, it's um, it's not. I but it's it got a DS release. Am I making that up? I really doubt that. I really doubt that. I'm just gonna <laughs> stop talking. I'm, 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 I'm trying to be clever and not yeah. doing well here. So <laughs> yeah, you're you're giving me questions. That's good. Um, I think we should be doing that. Uh. It's it's when I said survival horror. Uh, well, okay, well, I'll continue what I was saying. Um, the the doctor gets to. I can only tell you about the doctor, the doctor, the doctor story. He's a doctor from the, like the main city, wherever he's come from. You don't really. It doesn't name names. It just keeps everything obscure. Like the the name of the town. I don't think you ever actually get to know what it's called. Um, right. You. The doctor uh, travels to the town because he finds out that someone there is living there is essentially immortal, and when he gets there, the guy's dead. Somehow oh. <laughs> you don't get to know how. Uh, he's just like you get there and it's like, right, where's this person I want to meet? Oh, they're dead. Right. Okay. Oh, by the way, um, we don't know what killed him, and um, you're gonna have to from the start of the game, jump through a few hoops and try and figure out that one of the characters is actually lying to you to advance to the next day. Have I mentioned that the day the, the game plays out in over the course of 12 days? Uh, right. So it kind of feeds back into the way you play the game. So through the course of the of the the, the days, the first day, you figure out that what actually killed the person you came there to see was a plague that had hit the town many years ago, which they'd managed to contain. And over the course of 12 days, you see the plague having more and more of an effect on the town and its people, which is a really, really interesting thing to see unfold in front of you because it gives you you the impression that the town's a a living, breathing uh, creature in and of itself. Like it's a it's a it's a character, uh, it's it's a very strange game to play. It's very very hard. This game, I'm just looking at it just now. It reminds me, uh, in terms of like the characters, the way they look a bit. And here's a little uh, sort of bonus one from me: the Call of Cthulhu game, um, Dark Corners of the Earth. I'm sure it was called. Yeah, I mean. Uh, it's kind of like that, but what you do in the game is uh, one of the things that makes it different from something like that, compared to uh, Call of Cthulhu for now, because I don't really have anything else compared to um, you, you you have the town to explore. I mean, you can go anywhere in the town. Uh, you can talk to Essentially, everybody that you've run into, uh, but you are responsible for finding out what to do next. The game will give you 
mm, hints. They will give you objectives, but the way the game plays out is very obscure. And one of the things that they say to you, and I think they make this more prominent in the sequel, is that they, you get characters that will tell you, you need to manage your time. Because if you don't, then you might get yourself in the position that you can't actually finish the game. I mean, mm. I think I had to restart the game two or three times because I kept choosing the wrong uh, dialogue option. And when I went to sleep, it turns out I had contracted the plague and died. So the game's just like, oh no, you died. It's like, okay, so well, we need to restart or load the save. Right? Life in Russia simulator. Oh, good God. <laughs> it was, I played a good bit of it. It was, it, it was an experience. It was probably the, the closest thing to survival horror I think I've, I've played. You have to manage things like eating, drinking, using medicine, uh, keeping your immune system high, managing your money, and time is your enemy. Time is the thing you're fighting against more often. There is combat in it, but it's you don't you typically you you maybe get a gun, but guns are expensive, so you probably won't use it. You have your melee weapon, but you don't really get a lot of. Uh, you know, all of opportunities to, to get in like a, a pitched battle with someone or anything like that. It's just kind of you're fighting against needs of the human body really most more than anything. Mm, um, so sounds like uh, uh, San Andreas. <laughs> oh, if you if you're like made it really really depressing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, I, yeah. I I got to the I got to the very end of the game, and I did not get it. I didn't understand what the ending was. I really did. I just did not get it at all. It's such a weird. But I like the fact that it's weird. It's just it makes no excuses for itself. It's just like I. This is a weird game. Not everybody's going to get this. Like that's mm. absolutely fine. I liked it for that. I liked it for its for its punishing adherence to actual, well, actual, but um, having to take care of the your needs like sleeping eating oh it was it was good it was good experience fun probably a bit of a stretch but i've played other games that i didn't find fun but i found enjoyable if that makes sense mm. yes Randy. yes <laughs> nice one any also more a very good video oh, pathologic on youtube by h bomber guy you want to watch that that's oh i'll I'll need to watch that because I still don't get it. They, <laughs> especially when they get to the end and I've seen something, I'm just like, I, I, what do you want me to do with this? I don't oh, understand. Dude, what? <laughs> hey, third character, the changeling, stuff just goes off the rails in that game. I've, that's the... I, I, want, I want to go back and play it because I want to play through the changeling's... Um, uh, story arc because apparently that's the the more interesting one yeah. and if you would like dr bob zombie to do a full playthrough of uh, well, uh that's gonna take <laughs> that would take a long time <laughs> and pathologic too yeah you're probably again and you can the best thing they put in pathologic too sprinting oh yeah i mean yeah. honest honestly I really liked its weirdness, but the fact that you just walk everywhere. Uh, I had to. I'll make. I'll have. I'll confess that I actually had to 
use a no no quit cheat the fire in the map because if I didn't, I would not have been able to finish the game, and I just wanted to see how the game ended. So <laughs> maybe mm. yeah, maybe we'll go back to it. Right, but that's enough about Pathologic. That's that's enough about that. The other game and that was a PC release. The other one I have is a Sega Mega Drive game. Ooh, I had my klaxon on standby there, but then yeah. nope. it's away now. Nope, because I never played any of their Aero games, apart from Armored Core. Um, <laughs> woot, 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 woot. Uh, stop, <laughs> didn't mention it. Uh, now, I wonder, out of you that had a Sega Mega Drive? I'm out. <laughs> How many? What's that point asking me, so. <laughs> <laughs> How many of you remember a game called Chakan the Forever Man? Oh, yeah. No. Do you remember? remember? I do remember it, yeah. You remember it? It was also called Chican in UK. I think that's just what its box title was called. Uh, this was a, a game I rented uh, from Planet Video or something. Can't remember. You know what those old shops are no longer there anymore. Yeah, Blockbuster. Yeah, like one of them. Mobile Video. Mobile oh. Video. Oh, oh. G-Force. Do you remember the G-Force in our town? Yeah, G-Force. Oh, they shut down, didn't they? When you go. Did they shut down? Are they still there? I think they're gone. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, oh you took... Ah, uh, right. Uh, I was thinking about something else. Um, yeah, uh, Chican the Forever Man. Uh, it was a side-scrolling action game on the Sega Mega Drive. I uh, can't quite remember when it came out. I think it was like 1998 or something, or maybe earlier. Uh, it was... I only got to play it for like two days because I never owned the, the full game. But it left an impression on me. It's it's a very, very difficult game. 1992. Thank you, 1992. There you go. Uh, it was a very, very difficult game. Uh, it's about Chakan, <clears throat> who is this uh, renowned warrior for his skill and swordsmanship. And he decide, he's so he's so confident in his belt and his ability that he boasts that even that death himself could not best him. So of course death appears and challenges him to a fight, but with a an added bonus wager. Death proposes to him that if Chakan beats death, then death will grant him eternal life. However, if death wins then Chakan will become his uh, eternal servant. So they start the battle, they fight for several days, and then, surprisingly, Chakan comes out on top. He wins. So Death goes, okay, I'll grant you eternal life in service to me. So he curses him. So he can't die. So he, the player starts, their, starts the game in this really really weird uh sort of central hub area like a nexus when uh, where it has all these portals in it these gateways and uh the majority of the game you spend you go through a portal and then you've got your timed you have a time on it on uh completing the stage if you run out of time you get sent back to the nexus you've got unlimited lives which is a saving grace because the game is very difficult. It's punishingly difficult. I mean, it, when it came out, 
uh, when Game Magazine reviewed it, I can't remember what though, they were said, yeah, it's, it's a great game, but it's unusually difficult. And it is, yeah. it's, it's pretty it's punishing. Like the, uh, Teenage Mutant uh, Ninja Turtles game on the NES. Uh, My <laughs> lord. I never, I, I, was, I never played that. Oh, it's the most difficult game I think I've ever played. I still I, haven't completed that game. It's that and um, that one and uh, oh, what's the Battletoads? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't get me started. Yeah, uh, I'm looking at it just now. It reminds me a little bit. Uh, it's not top down. I get that it's a side scroller, but the kind of graphic, the art style, reminds me a little bit of the Legacy of Kane. Well, uh, that's another. That's a good point um, you made there. Uh, a lot of what was I don't know if it was going to be in a sequel or what they were using, but a lot of fans thought that because it's got like a small cult, dedicated cult following. A lot mm. of the fans uh, thought that they'd uh, reused a lot of assets, a lot of not assets, of course. To do, uh, but a lot of the ideas of how the game worked for Legacy of Cain, it's uh, it's not. Uh, I don't think it actually ended up like what being what people thought. But um, so a lot of people thought like, oh, it's, is it the same developer? Or are they they gonna they gonna make a? Oh, is it some like if if Cain fans have claimed that much of the work on the Chicken sequel? Was later absorbed into the 2002 game Bodoman 2. Uh, it was unconfirmed though. And the mm. only concrete link was the game's de- uh, a director, Steve Ross. It looks super clunky. I like it. <laughs> uh, it's. Uh, yeah, a wee bit. It's, it's got. Uh, I mean, it's a, it's a side score, so obviously you're going to have platforming bits. Uh, I mean, Chakan's not, he's not a clunky guy, he's quite nimble, but still, the, the, it can be tricky navigating the environments. The things, the hardest things about it is the time limit and the, the enemy's attacks are fairly punishing and you, you don't get, um, you know, in most games you would, you would progress a level and you would get, uh, health pickups. You don't get that in Chican. You collect uh, these little vials of the four elements, which is a recurring theme in the game. Uh, you know, air, uh, air, fire, water, and what you, it ties into this crafting system in which you combine them to get different effects and produce magic uh, abilities for yourself. Uh, and one of them is uh, regenerating your health, or maybe freezing freezing the hourglass, which is your time. Uh, Add quite a it's quite, quite, quite a wee bit of an in-depth game to it. It's you know more mm, depth. Than Mega you, Drive game. Yeah, yeah, more than when you think. More than you quite expect. Probably from That's a really Mega true. Drive game. Well, there you go. Great success. I have never heard of either of those games. I, I never got a sequel either, which is a damn shame no. because I feel like uh, um, one of our questions before was games we'd like to see come back. I would really like to see. Uh, I don't know if I would want to see it in three and like a, a, in complete three D, but I would be okay with a side scrolling remake of it. 
I would yeah, like to play like again. An HD remaster. Yeah. And there's so many games now that are like this one, like coming out now. You know, Blasphemous, for example. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's not, it's not the same, but you know, it's, it's got side-scrolling, sixteen-bit sort of look to it. You know, so it wouldn't, it wouldn't be out of place if they were to release a game like this. You know, and just polish it up, make it, make it look nice. That's really cool. So, is that all your obscurity, Doctor Bob? Well, got some. I've got some honourable mentions. Uh, I'll, I won't go, okay. I won't go into them, but. Uh, ones that didn't make the list were uh, a game called Scratches, which oh, I yeah. mentioned before. That was that's a funny game. Again, it was at the point where I was looking for like that next amnesia, like Penumbra hit. Uh, not a terrible game. It's it's got a funny. I did, it wasn't what I expected. I thought it was full three D, full motion, but it's not. What it is is a point and click adventure game that's got horror themes it's really strange you just navigate from like scene to scene and solve puzzles within different scenes it's, it's a very weird game mm. but another one that i rem- just remembered does anybody remember jersey devil on the ps1 that rings um, a bell. no, no. Plat- platforming game kind of like I'm going to say Crash Bandicoot, but not really. Um, yeah, I do remember kinda, this. Yeah. Kind of like Medieval. Uh, yeah, you I never can played it, though. Control this. I played it very briefly. But it was a, it was a, I thought it was quite a fun game. I was very young when I played it. But that was quite, a, that was yeah. quite an interesting wee game, Jersey Devil, if anybody remembers that. No, nah, I don't remember good it. Point. Wow. Good point, actually. Does anyone have any honourable mentions they want to quickly throw in? At the last minute, I'm sure. <laughs> oh lord! Right, okay. You got time to just say the names of no, them. Go. I, I already said them. Oh, you already said. Oh, I see. Oh, yeah. that, that was your honorable mentions. I've got one. Uh, Nova Storm. That was on the PS One. It was one of the. I think it was one of the launch titles for the PS One. I recognise the name, but I can't remember the game. Yeah, ridiculously <laughs> difficult game. You know, it was like uh, the 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 levels were pre-rendered, as in, but like videos. If that makes sense. And then you'd fly your ship through it. So the ship was like a, I think it was like a 2D image that just moved around the screen. Oh, it was great fun. It was really cool. And I remember thinking, look at those graphics. I just thought it was the best thing ever. So yeah, so I think it's about time. I think we better wrap it up there, guys. Yeah. Can I throw we... a couple more in? Or... Oh I... yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm not going to go into yeah. great detail, but it's just a couple I want to throw in. Um, yeah. Shadow, Shadow Ops Red Mercury. Oh, nope. So that was a fir- no. uh, first-person shooter on the original Xbox. So it's sort of, it's like uh, it's meant to be like an action movie-style game, uh, similar to Call of Duty, but it came out before Call of Duty, so call that Genesis if you want the Modern Warfare. Uh, mm. Binary Domain, which was a third-person squad game, but you had to look after your squad members, otherwise you get a different ending to the game. And that game, I never finished that. I, I, I just enjoyed it for being something different. I played the demo and then eventually got the game. But last one I'll throw in, uh, it's the only strategy game Tom Clancy made and it had voice command, which worked quite well. And that was Tom Clancy's End War. Yeah. I, I had that. I really wanted to uh, to play that game. I, I played it very, very briefly. Yeah, I remember. I think I got the... Demo for it? I think it got it was a, a demo. Got yeah. a sequel as well, didn't it? 
Uh, we don't speak about the sequel. It's oh. it's not. It's really. It's not. It, it's not a proper sequel. So no, no. End War doesn't have a sequel. Ah, oh, that was. Oh, it's a shame. Awful. That could have been a good idea. The problem was it. It was released at the wrong time. Yeah, uh, because yeah. there was a bigger game that came out at the same time, but it just got dwarfed in sales. Halo Wars. Uh, Halo Wars. That's a good one, but no. Um, I try and no, see. No, it's what... not. It's really not a good one. Uh, I enjoyed it. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, <laughs> Only because you don't like Halo, so yeah. I was I was uh, asking like what was the game that shadowed it? Yeah, I'm trying to find it. I think it might have been Gears of War or something, so oh right. marketing. Um, what about not sure if you would describe this as being obscure, but what about Battlefield nineteen forty three? Well, thanks for listening yeah. to our <laughs> podcast. <laughs> uh, we hope what you it came out. No, it was great. It, it was a great game. It came out on the Xbox 360 as oh, an sorry. Xbox Live Arcade game. 1943, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Sorry. That, yeah, that, 1943. That, it, yeah. it was supposed to get a PC port and never did. And I played a lot of that game on the on the 360. And I remember thinking, I can't wait till they release this on PC so I can play it properly. And it just never happened, you know. And it it just it disappeared. Like people forget that it even existed. But it was it was a return to World War Two. It was great. Yeah, but, it was uh, twenty one forty two. I was thinking that's a bad. Oh, that's a great game. That's a great game. He mentioned what was it Battlefield? What was it twenty one forty three? Something like that. Twenty one forty two. Yeah, forty two. That was it. That, yeah, so. yeah, that was. I like that one. I'm sad, sad that didn't get like a that didn't get sequels or a re release or something because that was a great re game. Yep, and I, I think that's what the next Battlefield game should be. It should be twenty one forty three. You know they should they should continue it on. Yeah, they, or, or they just didn't. They just didn't do anything like anything similar to that afterwards. It's sort of with World War Two. It's like yeah, but you know, yeah, mm. Future Five had a had a apparently had a game mode that was very similar where you had to like board a, a you know you had the Titans, um, and you had to get on the Titan and you had to set explosives and then you had to get off the Titan and it would explode and then you'd win. So I, I'm sure it's like a, a carrier assault. I think it was called. Mm. It was the same idea. So yeah. yeah, they brought that game mode back in for which was it? Battlefield Four Carrier Assault. Oh, was it four? So yeah, four, it's either yeah. three or four. But to go back to End War, just very briefly, why it failed in sales? So three days later, Gears of War Two came out, and uh, a week later, Call of Duty World at War came out. Mirror's uh, Edge. It you know it had no chance. Yeah, I do remember it coming out, and I remember thinking that's a really cool idea. Mm. Um, because it was voice, it was commanded in using your voice, wasn't it? Yeah, and it worked really well. It's you know, it's one of those few occasions where voice command actually worked. Re- you know, it there was a very 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 few snags in it. So, yeah, yeah, um, really cool idea. Well, you never know. Another obscure game uh, from the PlayStation era. Uh, uh-huh. If you remember this, IQ. No. IQ. IQ. Hang on. I remember this. I do not remember that. Oh, no. this was a weird. It wasn't very good, but it was a, it was a strange, interesting game. Uh, oh yeah. Yes. Now you remember. Yeah, I, I, it's the cover I remember because I remember seeing it. I'm sure it was in GeForce or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I yeah, stayed the heck away it. from it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, do you know what they, they reminded me of? Do you remember uh, Cooler World? The, I remember the, that's the, the marble one. That's like the bit, yeah, the intelligent. Game. But do you remember? Do you remember Cooler World with the the beach ball? 
And you had to like go around a maze. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Uh, do you know why you remember? You know why you remember these? Because this was all in the same demo disc, or uh, maybe not the same demo disc. But I remember um, Intelli IQ Intelligent Cube with spell with the Q. That was the that was the puzzle game where you're on a, a long platform and these <laughs> these <laughs> cubes are just menacingly like stomping towards you. Yep, You've got to destroy them. Yeah, yeah, I really liked that game. <laughs> I thought it was yeah, great. I was terrible at it. It's called something great else from, in Japan, but because um, it was called the Japanese name in the demo disc. Well. Uh, ladies, gentlemen, I'm sure we could be here all our lives talking about the obscure games that we have played, <laughs> but we better wrap it up because we've hit the hour, uh, one hour and 20 minute mark. We hope that you have enjoyed listening to the Button Bash Bunch once again, uh, talking about games. It's what we do. Uh, we may as well do it for a living because it's all we seem to do anyway. And we hope that you've been sufficiently inspired to go and play some of the obscure games that have been mentioned in uh, today's podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget that we do um, have a YouTube channel. Um, if you search for Jump Crouch, uh, we are affiliated with them and you'll get to see some really, really cool, obscure, broken, fun games on that YouTube channel. But uh, so I thanks. Oh, that's right. Absolutely. Yep. And Wash there's. Mallows. Oh, yeah. Wash Mallows! Had <laughs> <laughs> so much trouble trying to get the work. <laughs> At least it Actually, does work. <laughs> well, here's the thing I bought it anyway, so supporting it, but that's fine. Um, when it released on Wednesday, I ran it and it says, This is the beta version of the game. Like, <laughs> thanks. <Hey. laughs> So that kind of sums up, you know, the kind of thing that you're going to see on that YouTube channel. <laughs> so please like, subscribe, comment, let us know if you have uh, any questions for us. Uh, we would love to answer all of your questions. So from me and the rest of the gang, thanks for listening. Good evening. Good night. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. 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 Bye.